Pelvic Posse, and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda Fisher. I've helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues, and it's totally my jam. Here, you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That's pee, poop, sex, and everything in between. You have a pelvic floor. Yes, you. We all do. And it's time to start talking about these issues that arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. I am so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. I'm Dr. Amina Fisher, and I'm sitting inside my hotel room in Clearwater, Florida, which got me thinking about what to chat with you guys about this week. So traveling can be really hard on the pelvic floor and really hard on bowel movements, if you know what I mean. So wanted to go through some steps that I take as a pelvic floor provider to really make sure that I'm having regular bowel movements on vacation. So number one, actually, let's go through all of them and we'll break it down a little bit more. So we've got, we're going to go over hydration, movement, healthy food, breathing, and squatty potties. All right. Hydration. We want to increase our hydration a couple of days prior to actually traveling, just in case you're waking up early and you're on the move. Getting out of your normal routine can really stress the bowels. Bowels like to know what's going to happen, what you're going to eat every day, and what type of movement. They are really on consistency. So when we travel, that can take us out of our normal hydration, how much we're drinking, how often we're drinking. Maybe you're slacking in the water department because you don't want to use the restroom on the plane. Guilty of that. So really making sure that you're staying up on top of your your drinking. So water, that is. So keeping up with water with, I always prefer a straw. It goes down much faster. I can get in the ounces that I need for the day. Our goal with hydration, what we like to tell our pelvic floor patients is half your body weight in ounces in water, not tea, not coffee, water, not anything added to it, but pure water. So Also packing a water container with a straw or a lid on top that maybe you can drink water on your way to the airport or in the car if you're doing a car trip as well. And then when you're getting there, making sure you have something to fill up and hydrate yourself once you land. Second thing that we do is movement. So making sure that you are moving your body. So I like to go for walks. That's very calming to my system. But getting up and walking even before I get on the plane or get in the car is key. So for me, I'll get up as early as 4.35 o'clock, make sure I get at least a mile in or at least 20 minutes even of some type of movement. Even mobility, guys, like a nice yoga stretch, pelvic floor movement is key for getting those muscles to lengthen out and relax. Again, we talked about stress and anxiety kicking in with traveling. Stress and anxiety tense up and tighten the tissue around the bowels and it's your pelvic floor keeping things in. Those muscles have to relax to allow stool or fluid to move out. When we have a high tone pelvic floor, stuff's not gonna be moving around because it doesn't have movement to do so. It doesn't have the, the stretch capacity. When those muscles are more tight too, you might find that you have a little bit more bladder urgency. Those muscles are squeezing around the bladder. The bladder doesn't feel like it can fill up as much, which can give us that need of gotta go, gotta go feeling more often. 
So doing a little pelvic floor yoga mobility with walking or without walking is huge. So actually allowing it to let go can be very beneficial. So things that I like to do, deep squats. So holding on to a door frame or the door handles, dropping it like it's hot, letting my pelvis sink below my knees and letting myself just take a couple breaths, 10 seconds minimum, but let the belly go, let that tension out and let that pelvic floor release. Second one, I love a good child's pose or even a puppy pose. So child's pose where you're sitting back with your butt on your ankles or your heels and your arms are out forward, really stretching out the back. Puppy pose, that butt might be up in the air a little bit, not sitting on the back heels, breathing into the ribs, thinking about the ribs, opening up like an umbrella. And then as you exhale, closing back in, those type of breaths can be very beneficial. Also thinking about breathing into your sits bones, those bony landmarks in your pelvis, breathe into them to help them lengthen out and back out again. And then any kind of like rotational movement. So thread the needle out of that child's pose can be very helpful. Cat cow when you're on all fours, rounding the back in the cat position, breathing out in this position looking up at the ceiling, sticking that booty out, breathing in, in that position, anything to get that tissue moving. Walking when you get someplace, or if you're on a flight that has a layover or you're stopped in another airport, walking the airport too, guys, can be very beneficial and gets your steps in for the day, but also can keep things moving. All right, next one, healthy food, any processed food, packaged food, can be hard on the body and hard on the gut. So really thinking, how can I get a fiber in or natural healthy food while we're traveling? If you see the option to grab a fruit cup at the airport or some bananas, carrots and dip, I even saw hard boiled eggs. Like those are all healthier options than going for a bag of chips. And that can help keep your body on that natural rhythm, especially if you are usually eating healthier. And then when you travel, it's like you have to have packaged foods. One thing I did too, like I pack my snacks if I can prior to the trip. So I've got pumpkin seeds in my bag. That's great for my hormones, great for um, zinc, for the immunity piece of it. I do have beef sticks. Those are packaged, but it's a high quality meat because I know I need my protein or I'm going to feel off. I have little applesauce, little kids applesauce things, some with cinnamon, some with not. Those are great for help keeping bowel regularity as well. And then I have like my supplements like magnesium to help me sleep and to help with bowel movement. So those are just some examples to help you out. And then apples, because those are easy to carry as well. Some people will carry the little pouches of peanut butter or nut butter. You could do that too. And then breathing techniques. So when you get on the plane, when you're getting ready to board, when you're driving, even taking time to just breathe three to five times, that's it. Breathing into those ribs for four seconds. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold that breath. One, two, three, four. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Doing that three to five times. We call that box breathing. That is amazing for the parasympathetic nervous system. So anything to help calm your nerves down and to help with that bowel regularity, that's huge. Because again, stress and anxiety creep up with traveling. We're off our schedule. Things are different. The body's going to feel more tense. Aim for that box breathing to help calm the system back down. And then the last one, travel with a travel 
squatty potty. It folds up. It's about, I don't know, one inch within how the height of it when it folds up fits into your suitcase, standing up tall or laying flat, even in a backpack. So it can fit in a travel carry-on. And it's amazing to keeping those knees up to let that booty sink. When you're at your hotel room, also practice your mobility. So if you go to sit down on the toilet and nothing's coming, we don't want to bear down to get it out because maybe the consistency of our stool has changed. Maybe it's harder because we're off our normal eating routine. We're not as hydrated. Stretch it out. Then go sit back on the toilet and let things fall out, okay? Again, those pelvic floor muscles have to be relaxed. They have to be lengthened to let stool out. So give it a little help by doing some mobility work ahead of time. All right, guys, thanks for joining in on this week's episode of Empower Your Pelvis podcast. If you have any questions, please comment below. Please like and subscribe to the show. Greatly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you all soon. If you have any questions on bowel health, we do have an Empower Your Pelvis course that you can do and it's four weeks to really help with that bowel consistency all right y'all take care hey pelvic posse i want to thank you so much for joining into this week's episode of the empower your pelvis podcast can i ask you a couple of favors please number one can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review telling them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health? And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all your visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to also watch. Thank you so much again, and make sure to give your pelvis some love until next time. Peace out pelvic posse.